Yeah, well, you should sign up for e-clubs. They're, they're pretty good. All right, I will. Yeah, and then a lot of places will give you stuff for your birthday. I did. <laughs> My mom actually signed me up for, like, the Benihana e-club. <laughs> okay. And because you get, like, free dinner on your birthday. Or, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, I just got... But I never got the email. Maybe she used the wrong email address. But she's like, did you get the email? I'm like, what What email are you talking about? And she's like, on your birthday, you get, like, free dinner at Benihana. I'm like, oh, okay. That's a good de- That's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. Because it's not It's, it's a not great cheap. deal. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're thinking that you're not going to celebrate by yourself, right? You're going to... Yeah. yeah. So it's like Benihana for one. <laughs> <laughs> Make that damn volcano! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, and welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode eight. I'm Michael, here with my good friend and co-host, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey. Hey, do we have any follow-up? Yeah, there was a uh, deal that I think we both picked up at Best Buy. It was for a uh, Sonos stand. Yeah, so a little secret that probably no one else knows about except you or me is that we have a blog or we started one. Yeah, it's uh, at forthepodcast.com slash blog, I believe. And uh, had you been reading the blog, you you too would have been in on this deal. Yeah, Mike made a post about it. Um, and normally the uh, stand, it's like a set of a pair of two stands. So is that four stands? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's two stands and it accommodates both uh, the Play 1 or the Play 3, I think. Yeah, and it's a good looking stand. Have you ended up, have you set them up yet? So I did pick it up just because it was a good deal and I'm a sucker for deals. But um, I started setting it up but like i actually don't have like my setup right now like my apartment isn't really set up for uh having my two play ones on the stand oh okay so i actually wrapped it back up in a box and i'm gonna save it um in case you know i move to a place where i i I will eventually need it Mm -hmm. but i don't plan on using it for the time being but uh did you set yours up yeah i did and they look really nice i mean the stands like the speaker stands that i have picked up before are kind of usually the really flimsy wired uh, or like the thin kind of like wire that curves a little bit. Okay. And it's like height adjustable. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, and this is like, this is really nice. It, it looks solid. So is this one not height adjustable? It doesn't seem like it, right? No. And when I was looking at like, there was like an FAQ for the product page and then, or like some guy from Sanus answered it, mm-hmm. not Sonos, the guy that the people that make the stand is, that are Sanus. And not Samus, the uh, character from Metroid? No. Okay. So just so we're clear. Yeah. Um, and then they said that like they have the stand at the optimal height for like surround the sound optimal speakers. Hi- oh. But doesn't that really depend on like how tall you are? Well, I think you're supposed to be sitting. Oh, oh, oh for sure. But still, I mean, like it depends on how tall you are, right? Like it's not like just because you're sitting and everyone's the same height, right? Yeah, that's true. But unless your torso is like really like way off compared to other people, it kind of normalizes you a little bit. I guess so. You know, you know, one thing that I noticed though when I was uh, putting it together is that you're supposed to. So the 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 stand is hollow, right? It's kind of like a like a metal rod, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to run the power cable for the Sonos up the rod, so you know it's hidden, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, because like, the Sonos is wireless, I just forgot that you have to plug the Sonos in. So when I saw that step, I was like, oh, wait, so you still need to plug. So it's not like a, you can just pick it up and move it around, right? Yeah, yeah. It's powered. So it needs. it's kind of tethered to where your outlet is. Right. But then if you look at the box, 
and you see the two like so there's like on the cover of the box there's like a sofa and then there's like the two mic stands there's no power cable coming out of the bottom of the stand that's a marketing picture yeah but that that seems like a little misleading no that doesn't bother you or right below it there's a picture of the cables coming out there is but like in that one picture that everyone's going to look at there's it looks as if there's no power cable it's like batteries not included no it's like um have you seen the chromecast i think right and like depending on your tv whether you're like where you plug it in there could be like a, a giant power cable that you need to attach to the chromecast to power it yeah if you don't have like a usb outlet on your tv yeah yeah but of course none of the marketing ever shows that right yeah i don't it just seems weird to me though because it's like such a big difference i guess so it didn't really bother me i didn't feel very deceived i was deceived well you still have time to return it yeah no, i'm probably gonna keep it just because it's a good deal yeah i set um, it up it's so. really it looks really nice so it's better than your other stands yeah well before i just had them on like uh i have like little like side tables yeah, so mine's on my one is in my bedroom on the nightstand, and then the other one is in the kitchen on like the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel like I like it like that. It's better than well, if I'm gonna have one in each room, then it doesn't make sense to put them on the stand, right? It only kind of makes sense if you're gonna use them as surround sound speakers. Yeah, yeah. So I actually bought another set though. Another set of what? Another stand, like another. Oh, so you stand have four pair. stands. I have four stands. Two um, pairs of two. Yeah, well, so one pair I used for the rear surrounds of my TV. Okay. And the other one, I I bought that Play One for like during the Amazon deal in December. Right. And so that one I wanted to use like in my bathroom instead of like a Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Um, but I didn't want to put that one like on the sink where, because it's not, yeah, I don't sure. know how like water resistant it is. So but you have I, a stand in the bathroom? Yeah. You know how people have like, they have like toilet paper stands and stuff. You have a Sono stand. I have a Sono stand. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'm baller like that. <laughs> Hashtag baller. Bathroom baller. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that might mean something completely different, but okay. <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Jason? <laughs> I'm just. I'm not even going to go there. All right. Well, you kind of did. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other follow-up? Um. Oh. Actually, I have follow-up. Did you end up watching any of that awesome games done quick? Those guys, they raised one and a half million dollars. The AGDQ guys? Yep. What, what is the, uh, where does it go to? It goes to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Wait, so how, what, why do they, like, they just do this every year? It's twice a year. Twice a year. And do they always pick the same charity? Uh, I think so. I think it's always Prevent huh. Cancer Foundation. It's a good cause. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch next time. Wait, so when are they going to do it? In six months? Uh, yeah, I think it's in, it's in the summer. SGDQ, Summer Games Done Quick. Wait, then why is this one not Winter Games Done Quick? Uh, I don't know. This was, I think this was the this was the first one. Okay, so then why wouldn't they just come? Uh, it seems weird. I don't know. That kind of I think it was the first one, and they didn't know that there were going to be more. I'm out. Wow. You you love cancer. No, no. I, I, it's not that. It's just that you can't name it Awesome Games Done Quick and then Summer Games Done Quick. Well, what if they didn't know there's going to be another Games Done Quick? So they're like, this is the one. It's awesome. But when then they're picking the summer one, why why choose it based on the summer? Well, what are they going to call it? It's too it's too quick for an awesome Games Done Quick 2. Terrific Games Done Quick. No. Why not? 
No, no. That's, that doesn't even make sense. Great games done quick. GGDQ? No. Yeah. No. This is the way it's supposed <laughs> to be. Okay. Uh, anything else we got uh, going on this week? Uh, no, not for follow-up. No follow-up. So, uh, let's see. What, what do we have? Uh, so, CES wrapped up last week, right? Oh, yeah. We had a little teaser. Yeah, we wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, did anything catch your eye from CES? I think one thing kind of... I mean, there's always new TVs. So, it's kind of interesting to see what the trends are. Yeah, that's actually good for me because I'm actually in the market for a new TV. Well, not quite yet. But this year, I think that I'm going to go... Um, Possibly 4K. Wow, so you're going to jump straight to 4K. Well, do you, what do you think? Do you think 4K is a fad, like 3D TV? Like, I, I immediately thought that 3D TV was a fad, and like I was never interested in getting one. Um, but 4K, I think that I'm in. 4K, I don't think is a fad. Like, 3D TV, you could see is a fad. Curved TV, you can see, is probably like a fad. Um, but 4K makes sense. It's like a, it's the next step up from, like, 1080p, from, like, HDTV. Right. Uh, it's just right now it just seems like I would probably still sit I would probably rather still get a good 1080p set for cheaper this year and then I guess the problem for me though is that like I keep my TVs for relatively long right like my last TV it's kind of on its last legs but I bought it in 2007 so it's about seven to eight ish years ago you're the reason why Apple doesn't want to jump into televisions no I think most people are like that I would imagine right yeah but, but the issue is that like if I buy a TV now and I want to buy probably like a 60 to 65 inch TV, right? Mm-hmm. And if I make that, well, there's two, two issues, right? The first issue is that I'm probably going to keep that for seven years. And so like, if I'm just at the cost of like the last legs of 1080p or like an early adopter of 4k, I'm going to be really late to 4k if I buy the, the 1080p TV right now. And the other thing is that I think that once you get to like a bigger size TV, like a 65, say 70, 80 inch TV, 1080p is just not a high enough resolution. Like I, I feel like I can tell. Yeah, I mean, if you go beyond, like, yeah, at your at your television size that you're looking at. So say I get like a seven inch TV, like 1080p is like I, I just don't even want to do it because like I feel like it just it's way too few pixels for that screen size. You're such a resolution snob. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, but but 4K and also like there's a lot of 4K TVs. I think the prices of them are coming down. Like it's roughly you can probably get a decent one for like. $1,500 or so. Yeah, and if you're looking at the higher-end TVs... Yeah, if you get like a high-end 1080p TV, it's probably over $1,000 too, right? Yeah, and I would think the high-end televisions you would buy now would all have 4K anyways. Yeah, so I think, I mean, if I wait, say, middle of this year, it might be time to get a 4K TV. Okay, all right. So, well, I mean, I don't know. If you want this version or this year's TVs, you'd probably be best waiting until next CES. Yeah, no, it's too long. Okay, well then I think your best bet is still probably a 1080p set then. If you're looking for like good like value and like performance. We'll see. I, I have about half a year, so we'll see what it's like, like what the price difference is. Okay. Um, but one thing that I did want to talk about was uh, Sling TV. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big uh, Sling player fan. Oh, is it actually by the same people? It is. Oh, I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, <laughs> Sling got bought by Dish Network. Ah, okay. So what the Sling TV is, is I think it's like a standalone, well, they're offering it on Dish Network, but it's like a web uh, TV service. So you get like a limited number of channels, but I think it's like $20 a month. Yeah, so I mean, this is kind of interesting because people have been talking about cutting the cord, and this is kind of the first 
thing that I've seen that kind of looks somewhat feasible? Well, the big thing is that it actually features ESPN and ESPN2, right? So that's like the big thing about people that want to, or a lot of men that want to cut the cord. Um, Women enjoy sports too, Jason. Oh, that's true. Okay, sorry, that was sexist. But um, yeah, I mean, live sports is a big issue because there's, there's things like Netflix that has a lot of TV. There's Hulu that has a little bit more recent TV, uh, HBO Go, things like that. Which yeah, and HBO Go will be standalone this, soon. This year, standalone, right? So, I mean, I think that like, in terms of TV and movies, you can probably get that on demand relatively easily. But, um, live sports has been the big issue, right? Like you, if you want to watch sports center or you want to watch like, um, I don't know, the, the college football championship or something like that, right? Like you, there was no way to do that, I guess, previously without getting the watch ESPN app. And then maybe if you don't have cable yourself, maybe having the login credentials of a friend and then use that, right? Whereas this, you can just pay $20 a month and you'll get ESPN you know, your own account and you can stream it legally. And, and that's actually pretty appealing. Yeah. So, I mean, does this, is this something that you would consider? So, so I actually uh, think that I would consider this. So I'm right now, I have Verizon Fios and I have the triple play. And I think my cable bill is probably about $172 a month. Yeah. So it's pretty expensive. And I've called them over the past couple of months to see what I can do to maybe lower it. And they were like, well, we can give you way less channels but that will save you like, I think it's like 10 or $15 a month, which is not a significant savings, right? Mm-hmm. And then like we can cut your internet speed and that'll save you another $10. So like all in, like the, the most they can save me is I think about $20, $25 a month, which is still in like the $150 range. Yeah. And I'm an idiot. And so when I renewed my contract last, uh, I think it was September. So I'm only a couple months in, I agreed to the two-year contract. So I'm kind of stuck. But say I can, I mean, if I just have internet, I don't actually watch that much TV. If I can pay $20 a month, I would probably recoup that savings in like two months, right? So that's that's not that big of a deal. I think the early termination fee is about $200. So is this all that you would need? I mean, it looks like you get ESPN, ESPN2, CNN. So you'd be covered for like airplane disasters. TBS. Anderson Cooper too. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin for New Year's. Uh, TBS, TNT, Food Network, and Travel Channel. Yeah, so I would say that the channels that I watch the most are ESPN, uh, I guess some AMC, which which I don't, that's not on there, right? No. Uh, so I watch AMC for The Walking Dead, but that's really it. And then, um, and then some cooking channel or whatever. It's not Food Network, it's Cooking Channel? No, you get Food Network. Oh, you get Food Network. Okay, yeah, so... Those are really the channels that I watch. I think that, like, say, Walking Dead, if I could just buy it on iTunes or something like that, buy a season pass, that that should be, you know, I should be all set. Uh, the one thing that I, I guess I would miss is, like, sometimes I do channel surf, but I don't even really do that that much. I, I mean, I'm probably the, I, I don't know, maybe I'm not the, maybe I'm not normal in that sense, but, like, I don't actually leave my TV on all the time and then like, just leave it on a random channel. So as long as I get most sports, like ESPN and SportsCenter and, like, some live sports, like, I think that should be it. Like, that should be enough for me. Okay. Do you get local channels in this? I didn't see. You don't, but I mean, can you get local channels over the air? Yeah, you can. But then you have, like, this ugly antenna. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it is free. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 clearly not a fully baked solution right now. And, and But, like, I think this is definitely, like, a sign of things to come. Uh, it's definitely, like, the first major step to cord cutting. And it's, like, the first viable option, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you combine this with, say, Netflix... And maybe even Hulu, 
uh, you can probably get most of the TV and not be stuck with like a two-year contract where you're paying hundreds, you know, hundred fifty dollars a month. Yeah, I think with Hulu, you get a lot of the broadcast stuff like day after or maybe week after. Right. I, I mean, and I don't normally watch it live anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, so that wouldn't be too bad then. I mean, yeah, you what? Netflix is what eight or nine? Yeah, eight bucks a month. And then Hulu's around the same. Right. So you'd be like forty. I mean, the the one thing would be like HBO Go, which I, who knows how much it's gonna cost. Some people say fifteen dollars. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like twenty or thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Um. So I guess if you add that all up, uh, that's probably gonna be like sixty, seventy dollars. And then I don't know how much standalone cable is on Verizon, but you still need to pay for that, obviously, right? Um, the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of that is, but I mean, so maybe you're not really saving that much money. I'm not sure. If you need all of those things. Yeah, I mean, I think personally, I would just do Sling TV. Um, I don't even really need Netflix, but I guess I would do Netflix. I wouldn't do Hulu, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I've never been a Hulu subscriber, and so I don't. I'm, there's never been a time. I've, I've even had like free trials for Hulu, and I've just never even used it. So I'm not a hmm. huge fan. Yeah, I don't think this is for me. I'm definitely not a cord cutter. Are you uh, going to watch that uh, Sci-Fi 12 Monkeys movie, or I guess new TV show? Um, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a very enthusiastic yes. Well, not because I'm interested in the show. So you're not interested in the show? Well, what is it about? Well, have you seen 12 Monkeys the movie? No. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually want to talk about it. That actually was one of my favorite movies, like, growing up. Okay, not, not my favorite movie, but, like, I, I really enjoyed it. It's really good. You should totally watch it. Okay, I'll watch it this week. It's about a... Oh, like, you were going to watch The Wire this week? I watched The Wire. Oh, really? No. What, <laughs> what episode are you on, Mike? One. Okay, gotcha. Uh, no, so 12 Monkeys, uh, it's about a... Um, I don't even know if I remember exactly, but it's like a post-apocalyptic uh, world, and they found a way to like send... Some... Like Waterworld? I watched that. Not like Waterworld. No, it's, it's definitely <laughs> way better than Waterworld. I, I actually watched that, too, in the movie theater. So it's a post-apocalyptic world, and then... Um, and uh, they find a way to, like, send some guy back, and they think that, like, you know, they've found the reason when the world kind of, like, goes to crap. Okay. And so they kind of send this guy back to figure out a way to stop it from happening. Time travel? I guess so. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while. I, I, it has to be, right? But, um, so he's definitely from the future, but um, it, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting. You should totally watch it. It has Brad Pitt. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you say so? <laughs> It's, no, it's really good. So I, I'm not sure how good the TV series is going to be, but um, I definitely really enjoyed the movie. Okay, so I'll, I'll watch it. Um, and I'll watch the show too, because they have this collaboration with the Philips Hue light bulbs. Oh, that's right. You're a big Philips Hue fan, right? Yeah, so I mean, I split my like lighting between Hue and Wemo. Oh, so Wemo makes their own lights? Well, they do now, but the ones right. I had before are just the switches that you could right, use right, whatever right, lights right. that you want. Mm-hmm. But like at CES, they announced a whole bunch of stuff like uh, motion sensors, door sensor. Oh, is that like the Wii, the Wii More? Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff. But uh, the sci-fi and Hue stuff. So Philips Hue are just the... It started off with that set of three light bulbs um, in that starter kit that could kind of change color to whatever you wanted. Um, and then you could control... You could control like the brightness um, from your phone. So I mean, that's a the starter kit is just kind of ridiculously expensive. I think it comes out to like 150 or something for three light bulbs. 
So the initial the initial cost of entry is pretty high, um, but it's a really nice system. I like I like the lights. I like setting different like I don't go crazy with colors, but having like different colors of like white light is pretty nice. And so the collaboration with Sci-Fi and Twelve Monkeys is that like you're supposed to set the the bulbs up around your TV and then it's supposed to sync with the sound I think from the TV. Yeah, so I guess you just, uh, the app. Oh, you have like an app, right, right. Yeah. And it syncs with the sound. And so therefore, like at various different scenes in the show, the uh, colors of the bulbs will change automatically to like accent the scene, right? Yeah, so I guess they did this with Sharknado 2. Oh, then you know it's quality. Which I missed. Yeah. Um, but like, this for example. This is definitely not a gimmick. <laughs> no, definitely not. But when they have like a whole bunch of blood on screen, then the light bulbs will turn red. I mean, do, do you think, okay, so you didn't see Sharknado, you didn't use it with Sharknado, right? I didn't watch it or, or use Hugh. Oh, you yeah. didn't even see Sharknado? I saw the first one. Oh, but not I didn't Sharknado see Sharknado too. the second one. I saw both. Uh, the Sharknado 2 is probably way better. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's one of the rare sequels, Michael, that's uh, better than the first one. <laughs> but I wonder like, is this really like, I don't know. Like, how how much better could it possibly make the the movie or the show? Well, I think it was supposed to be really good. Uh, do you remember the Philips Ambilight TVs? Uh, vaguely. So it was the same concept where they had um, some kind of processor that monitored whatever was it was built into the television, um, and it would monitor whatever's on the TV and then kind of accent light it the same way. But did people like that? People liked it. Um, there's huh. even like do-it-yourself uh, Ambilites where you hook it up to like Arduino or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that there was this thing a couple of years ago that Microsoft announced where uh, it was a concept where you can kind of like have an Xbox and some combination of like a projector and lights. Oh, that looks so cool. See, everyone was going crazy over that. And like, it, I mean, I, I would maybe have to see it in person, but like, I didn't think, I don't know, my first thought wasn't like, wow, this is like the most amazing thing ever, right? It's just kind of like... Eh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Did know. you watch that video? That video was amazing. I didn't think it looked that good. And like, but but at least with the Xbox, it's like I think with the projector, they're kind of extending the screen a little bit, right? Extending, right? So you actually are seeing like an image. It's not just like oh, there's red lights and and green lights and and so right. It's actually you're seeing like I don't know, like blurry images or something like that, right? Like that I can understand is like a be- a better effect. Yeah, but I'm just not sold by like these lights that you have to buy that are really expensive. Then you put them by the TV. Like I, I just wonder how much that really adds. Well, I don't think you're supposed to just keep it by the TV. I think it can just uh, they can be anywhere in the like in the video that they showed. Right. No. No. Yeah. Sure. But I'm just wondering like, is this really going to be a thing or is this just like a like a gimmick? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Ambilight hasn't taken off, so it's not like a huge thing. But some people really like it. And so for people that have hue bulbs and are watching 12 Monkeys, then it's kind of a cool little bonus. But I don't think it's something that's ever going to, you know, be mainstream. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I also wanted to talk about TiVo OnePass real quick. Yeah. What's that? Um, Okay. So TiVo OnePass is basically for non-cord cutters like myself, but who also have subscriptions to like Netflix or Amazon Video. And what it does is, uh, let's say you're watching a show like Parks and Rec which just started its seventh and final season, by the way. Okay. <laughs> not, not a Parks and Rec fan, huh? I've heard good things in the beginning. Like, people have said, oh, it's so amazing, and I kind of wanted to watch it. But then, like, I've heard it got actually really bad. And then, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as good as it was in the earlier seasons, but there I think was, it's, it's still pretty There was some stuff good. with Chevy Chase, right? Is he on the show still or is he not on the show? That's Community. Oh, Parks and Rec is uh, Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I'm not very good at this pop culture stuff. <laughs> um, and Community is starting its, uh, its season on Yahoo in February, I think. Right, but is Chevy Chase still on Community? No, he is Ah, uh, so I was right. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, Parks and Rec, no, 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 I heard that was also really good. Actually, okay, then. It was Community, that was the one that I heard wasn't so good anymore. Uh, but, it wasn't um, good when they lost Dan Harmon, who was like the creator and showrunner. Uh, okay. But Parks and Rec has been consistently good? I think overall it's been consistently good. Okay. For me, it started slow and actually got better. Yeah, no, I think that when they first started, people said it wasn't that good but because it was like, think, it was kind of like a ripoff of the office in a way that right. mockumentary kind of okay but then as it went on like maybe like later first season or second season people started to say it was really good yeah 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 i would agree i, I forget where i was going with this the tivo one pass stuff okay so let's say you want to like catch up on parks and rec like you haven't watched it before like jason right um so you could just find parks and rec and it'll list like Season one, episode one, all the way down to the current episodes. And then it'll list like all of your sources. It's kind of like Sonos. Oh, so it'll list it across, like if say season one is on Netflix and season two is on like Hulu or something like that. Yeah, so you can kind of watch it seamlessly across different subscriptions. Or if like an episode is coming up on TiVo and like it knows that you're looking for Parks and Rec, it'll start to fill in the ones that you don't have, like from the reruns that are syndicated that are running right now on other networks. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Does it offer you, like, um, say it's not on Hulu or Netflix, does it offer you, like, the iTunes or Google Play Store where you could just buy it or no? I don't think there's any, no, because I don't think there's any Google Play or iTunes um, hookups there. So it has to be, like, from, like, a... like a. But you like could buy it from service. Amazon Video if it's not a subscription service. Oh, okay. You could pay, though, whatever, one ninety nine for the episode. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, they say TiVo is dying, and it very well may be. But this is kind of one thing that I think they should have had. And now that they do have, it's it's kind of compelling. So, I think the preview for it is rolling out later. So, I'll let you know how it is. Is it, do you have to pay for it? No, it's included. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, there's some Nintendo announcements. Oh, did you watch this this morning? No, I just saw in my news feed there was like a bunch of Nintendo stores. I didn't even know something was going on. I, I'm not a huge Nintendo fan. I do have a Wii U, though. But that's because uh, I have every console, but I'm not a huge Nintendo fan, sorry. You need to pick up the new 3DS XL. And so what is this? So um, it's the latest uh, con- It's the latest like handheld from Nintendo. Okay, so it- it's just like a-, a bigger version of the 3DS? Well, so there's already a 3DS XL, which is like the bigger version. Okay, so what's the difference between this one? It's a, it's a faster processor. Um, they had problems with the 3D, like there was kind of a sweet spot for the 3D. Um, on the old 3DSs. Okay. So if you move your um, like head kind of to the left or the right and you got out of that sweet spot, then the 3D would become really blurry. Um, but this includes head tracking. So it keeps the 3D kind of no matter how you're looking at the 3DS. Mm-hmm. It adds a few new buttons, like they added a C-stick. Um, and then I think they added two shoulder buttons. So how, how do they handle like... Are there going to be games that only work in this new 3DS XL, but not the old 3DS XL? Yeah. Not right away, but eventually. How do they differentiate? Like, how do they determine, like, this one only works? Like, if they're the same name? I mean, Nintendo just names things kind of poorly, so there'll be a little confusion. But it's the same thing, like, when they released the Nintendo DSi. 
Um, and then, you know, you couldn't play DSi games on the DS. Yeah, but, but that's actually a different name. This is new Nintendo 3DS oh, so, XL. <laughs> so they'll say like only compatible with the new 3DS XL, not a new 3DS XL, just the new 3DS XL. Right. Cause the, the new name is new Nintendo 3DS XL. Smart. Yeah. It's like Wii and Wii U. Okay. Um, and then I think it adds, uh, oh, it adds a built in NFC reader for all your amiibo. Oh, okay. You'd like that. Ah, there's, and yeah, so they announced like some new, new amiibo today. They had some new info on Majora's Mask. I, I always thought that was Mahora's Mask. <laughs> okay, I don't know why. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like Latino. Like. I'm not sure why. I just, and what's, what's Majora versus Mahora? Like, it, how are you supposed to know? It's some person's mask. It's Majora's mask. Yeah, but why couldn't it be Mahora's mask? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it could, except it's not. I just always assumed it was Mahora's mask. M-A-J-O-R-A. Like, how else would you pronounce that? Majora? Exactly. <laughs> kind of weird. Um, okay, so whatever it's called, right. it's, uh, it's coming out on February 13th. On the 3DS XL? Yep. On the new 3DS XL or on, like... Well, you get new features, like you can use the C-Stick to move the camera around, Uh, but it's not like it won't play on the old 3DSs. Okay. And then they also announced a, um, well, all the consoles are all the little handhelds now. They don't include an AC adapter. So uh, so I saw that. And uh, Nintendo's justification is that like they're trying to cut costs, right? Yeah, they're saying a lot of these people already have an old Nintendo DS product. And so if you have one, then any of those cords from the DSi on will work. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, is that a big deal? Like, what, what do you think? It's kind of annoying to me because it just kind of, it feels kind of cheap because they're selling the ones, they're selling the AC adapters for $9.99. Right. That's not that bad. It's not expensive, but then how much did it cost them? Oh, yeah. No, but like, say they even save like a dollar. And they sell millions of these. That's like millions of dollars, right? It just feels like it's kind of a cheap move. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? I, agree. I mean, how many cables do you have? I, well, I bought a lot. Okay. So, but like, so then why is that? A, like, I don't know. Like, do you even need it? Are, are you going to even use this new AC adapter or are you going to just throw it out? I mean, I'll probably keep it. Right. But like, you have no use for it. What they should just do is like, they should just have an open market so that people can just buy and sell these things for like $5 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So what I what I've done is because I lose these cords all the time, these adapters. Okay, right. So I bought the ones from the refurbished online Nintendo store. Ah, smart. And they were like five or six dollars, and I bought I don't know like five of them, and they're like all over my house. Right, so if you so if you have five and they're all over your house, like does it really matter that this one doesn't come with one? Yeah, it does. It just feels it just feels like no, sure, I'm just getting right. cheated. So I mean, it obviously doesn't matter to me. I have enough. Right. But. I just feel in the grand scheme of things, this is like a bad trend if this is, you know, oh, like the next whatever, like PlayStation 5, we're not going to include cables because we've used the same cable from the beginning and you probably all have it. Yeah, no, yeah, and I see that. That makes sense. But like, what if they just made one, what if they made it really easy for you to just buy one on top and so you're actually saving, like, I guess it depends on how you look at it, right? Like if they pass the savings on to you... um, then you're actually better off not getting it, right? Yeah, but it's hard to know if they're passing the saving, you know? like It's like glass half empty, glass half full, right? 
Yeah, but they're saying they are. It's selling for one ninety nine ninety five, and I feel like so what? They would have charged oh, so they me two oh nine. They should have right, right, charged right. me one eighty nine. Right, right, right. They should do one eighty nine. Right. Then I would feel better. I'd be like, oh, yeah. there's where that ten dollars is. Right, right. And then if you want, you just add ten dollars to to get the cable if you this is your first system, and and you pay one ninety nine ninety five. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, so that kind of that bothered me, but other than that, I'm I'm excited. So do you buy one? Yeah. So this uh, the Majora's Mask, uh, Mahora's Mask, <laughs> the Mahora's Mask uh, new 3ds XL is is limited, um, and some of these editions are more limited than others. Um, okay. They did a they did a 3ds XL for the for the new Zelda, um, and that wasn't that limited. Whereas I remember that there was a, a Pikachu 3ds XL. Mm-hmm. And that one was really hard to find. So it's hard to tell with this one. When did you find out that it was hard to find? Like after the fact or like as soon as they went on sale and they went out and they sold out or something? Yeah. So they sold out right away and then it just was never stocked again. I have the uh, Zelda Wii U. I don't think that's uh, limited though. No, I don't think that one is very limited. Darn it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did end up pre-ordering one from Best Buy. When does it come out? Uh, February 13th. Oh, right before Valentine's Day. Yep, so I don't need the Apple Watch anymore, Jason. <laughs> Instead, you'll be playing the new 3DS XL. Yep, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. Did you see uh, John Gruber made a post, I think it was yesterday or today, talking about improvements to Siri? Yeah. Uh, what was it just that article? Let so he's just... claiming, like, I think he had posted something like, um, has anyone else noticed that Siri is actually really fast? Uh, lately, and that includes like you know in, in iOS eight, I think when you when you dictate something to Siri, it actually like for the first time will like write out what you're saying as you're saying it. It doesn't have to wait until it's done and then like translate it into words. Yeah, I think that's that's been nice in iOS eight. So it does that while you're talking, and then like the response is also very quick. And he posts a video of himself, and he has like a Moto X running lollipop and then uh i don't know his iphone running ios 8 and he does both google now and siri and he asks what the temperature is and i think siri actually was faster which is not indicative of like siri's better than google now because it's it's definitely not better than than google now but um mm-hmm. i i actually never noticed because i don't actually ever use siri do you yeah i i use siri but i haven't really noticed any improvements until i kind of watch this video but now do you notice it? Not really. It feels the same to me. So, uh, so uh, yeah, so I actually tested it out for the first time today. Like, the first time I used Siri in God knows how long. And um, it, it's actually really quick. I don't know. I mean, I, it probably is not enough to get me to use it just because, like, I feel like there's not that much that I would use it for other than the one time I actually do use it is if I do laundry, I'll ask Siri to set an alarm for, like, 40 minutes or something like that. Yeah, see, I feel like doing simple things like that, it's always felt pretty quick to me. But whenever I ask it kind of more obscure things, it always, it still takes like a long time. I, I can't think of any examples, but... I like, asked it to show me pictures of corgis today, and uh, she did it right away, really quickly. That's because Siri likes corgis. Yeah, so that's, the, <laughs> that's my go-to every time I want to see pictures of corgis. <laughs> you asked Siri. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I haven't really noticed much of a difference, but we'll link the video. And then one of the readers of Daring Fireball made another video on top of it. Yeah, he, he that was weird. He did like an, a Siri-ception, right? Like he did his own Siri 
playing the video of John Gruber asking his Siri, and then like it, that it was confusing me. Yeah, it used the voice in the video to activate his Siri. Yeah, right. And it was fast. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really noticed a difference. It's been like with timers and temperature, which is what I use it for most of the time. It's been fast. I haven't had any complaints. Oh, did you have something for Destiny? You have Destiny question mark. Oh, so uh, I think that I might be out on Destiny. What happened? No, nothing happened. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's a good game, and I've obviously played several days of game time playing the game. But like, it's it's very difficult, I think, for me to keep up with everyone else playing Destiny, right? Like everyone is ahead of me, and then like I need to feel like I need to keep up, and then like I don't know what I'm doing, and then it's just a lot of like me tagging along and like you having to like retrace your steps just to like get me back to the I don't know on even playing field and it's just um like I think it's so a big grind and then like the game is like not I don't play it for any story right it's just like a you're just grinding for the sake of like getting to that certain level right so this is what I like to call the Borderlands effect <laughs> this is when uh you started late in Borderlands Right. And you just couldn't catch up. We were just, you didn't know what was going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Right. We would just, just be like, come along, shoot this, yeah, pick yeah, that yeah. up, equip this, use yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. No, but I mean, but I actually, because I didn't start Destiny late, right? So it's not, um, I know more about how Destiny works than I ever did about Borderlands. But, um, and, and it's fun, right? Like, it's, it's not that it's not fun, but like, there's just other games that I have to play that I've been meaning to play for a really long time. And those games actually have like a story, right? Like it's like watching a movie or like uh, watching something that you've seen over and over and over again, right? Just for the sake of, of seeing it again, right? And so I almost feel like if I were to play a video game now, like it's it's probably a better use of my time to just play like a new game, right? So I think that's been, uh, you know, we've been talking with John Ally. And I think that's been our goal is to cut our destiny time down. Right. Um, just because we've spent, you know, so long playing it. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm never going to play it ever again, but like, uh, I haven't played it at all this week, really. And like, you know, every now and then I'll pop out and I'll play a little bit. And if you guys are on, maybe we can do something together. But like, it's not, um, it almost became like I needed to put in the hours just so I can try to maintain like pace with you guys. And I, and even then I couldn't maintain pace with you guys. And like, it's not like we're, like when I'm playing, it's it's fun to play with you guys, but like it's not like a new element of the story that I'm revealing or anything like that, right? Did you read the Polygon article? No. Like how to get the most out of Destiny? Oh, I did. I did like... see that. Right, right. It was like five hours a week. Yeah. I could probably do that, but that requires three different characters, and I only have one character. So already, that's kind of like I, I thought that was too much work for me. Hmm. But um. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I kind of want to play the Walking Dead games. I want to finish uh, Last of Us, or, or maybe watch a video of someone finishing it, so that I can uh, just pretend like I finished it. But um, <laughs> you know, like, there's other games that I want to play, and I feel like Destiny is just kind of like being repetitive at this point. Yeah, especially once you reach, you know, let's say you don't play right now, and then you pick you pick it up because um, you bought the the season pass, right? Yeah, so I, I have both expansion packs. So when you pick it up. If what happens with the first one happens with the second one, you'll basically get to one level under the max, like right away. So you'll you'll leapfrog where you are without having to do, you know, having to really grind that much. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at for Destiny. Like I, I I'll probably play a little bit more, but like I'm I'm trying to not spend as much time playing it and just whether that's playing other video games or maybe even just reading a book or something, doing other stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I at one point in around like the November December time frame, I was playing like a lot of Destiny, uh, and, and I don't know, maybe I've just gotten sick of it. No, I I think that's uh kind of the, been the feeling with all of us. So I think that's what we're doing too, because Tuesdays we just do the the nightfalls and yeah, the weeklies, yeah. and that's pretty much. And then like you know some of Crota, and that's pretty much it. We don't really like we don't do the dailies anymore. Uh, we don't go try to find like the public event. Uh, we don't do hmm. like any PVP. Like that's basically it. It's just Tuesday is when we play. So all right, then I'm back should, in. You should. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me, Mike. I'm back in. Yeah. Well, you should at least do you know your one nightfall and weekly. Yeah. And then and then that should be it. That's fair enough. And then you know come on Friday and see if Zura has anything and then pick it up. Yeah. That's really all we do now. Okay. Sounds good. You sold me. Disaster averted. Well, has has Bear been playing? Bear's busy. I know. Yeah, that's good. Good for him. Shout out to Bear. What's up, Bear? Thanks for listening. Bear always gives us comments. That's true. He always like he actually is really good. He like gives us email as like you guys should talk about this and you guys should talk about that. And then most of the time we don't talk about it. So sorry about that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. One day <laughs> we read every email, Bear. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's uh, that's another thing is um, we have a Twitter and we have a blog and we have a website. Oh, yeah. We should probably uh, promote that at some point, like now. So uh, the website is uh, forthepodcast.com. You can go there. We have a blog that we hopefully will start posting to. And um, you can find the link to iTunes and subscribe there. And then we have a Twitter, which is at forthepodcast. Where we don't really tweet much. Yet. But you'll get notifications of new episodes. Right. And when the feed isn't working and we're... <laughs> when we're angry at Marco Arment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he actually at replied us. Yeah. Well, we got a listener from him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so thanks, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of what you really wanted. <laughs> and uh, we might have a surprise coming up for next episode. Is there more of a teaser than that? I mean, that wasn't much of a teaser, I guess. Is there more of a teaser than that? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll just leave it there. So bad. That's it. (laughs) All right. So um, I'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.